and gentlemen. Triple M has rocked Sydney since way back when. And while some shows come and go, one show remains. Absolutely brilliant. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. The greatest sports legends. Would you put your hands together? The soundtracks in your Saturday mornings. And in 2022, a couple of the stars return to the starting lineup. Here we go. The best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman, join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. Belts on. Welcome. So welcome back. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Good morning on what could be, what could be the sporting weekend of the year. F1 in Melbourne. Masters. Tiger doing some unbelievable things. Uh, on He's broken. The bloke is broken. broken. He's destroyed. You've got, <laughs> if it was a horse, you'd white blanket Sad, over it. Sadly, the green screen would be coming out <laughs> on the on the 16th fairway. Uh, you've got, what have you got? A big race day at Randwick coming up. Yes. You had an unbelievable night of uh, league and the Swans are playing this afternoon. Candace Warner from Broadbeach. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. I miss you guys. It's not the same. I'm in this Do studio on my, on my own, lonely, and you two there are having lots of fun. I don't think you're missing us. Uh, you look you look deliriously happy up there in your little studio. Why are you in, why are you on the Goldie? Uh, up here for the National Surf Life Saving Championship. So I actually raced on Monday and Tuesday. And now I'm just doing a little bit of. Country. How'd you go? I got six medals actually. So six but, medals. Wow. Yes, but bit of a hog. Yeah, but let's just say it's the what masters. Are you, where are you competition. racing twelve year olds? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's the masters <laughs> competition. <laughs> Oh, oh you're racing 60-year-olds. Oh, oh, yeah. Basically. Oh, come on. You golden oldie. A win's a win, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. fair enough. God. Fair enough. Oh, that's, that's sad. <laughs> I'm picturing Kramer beating up on 12-year-olds that's in the ex- dojo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got a lot to get to, so let's get down to business. Greg Russ joins us a bit later, but Mick Ennis is talking rugby league, and you can call us anytime. one 353 This is the Dead Set Legends. Turn your damn phone off, Richard. We <laughs> every week. Every week. Every bloody every. week. <laughs> Sorry. Three, five, Sorry, three. everyone. Make sure you're wearing protection because it's about to get rough. There it is, that's out. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legends. Richard Friedman, Candace uh, Warner. What a great night of footy that was. Wasn't it? The mm. both matches were just sensational. Um... I've got to be honest, Ken, as I thought the game, the late game, I did not give Brisbane much of a chance. I suppose that's what made the game so good is the fact we got a contest we weren't expecting. Yeah, but I think the Broncos were the better team for for 60 minutes of the game at least. So, uh, yeah, it was just one of those games. The Roosters hung in there. They were tenacious. And Joey Manu, God, didn't he play well? I don't know who they give the man of the match to, actually, because you had him, you had Sam Walker, you had Katoni Staggs. Anyway, uh, nice problem for whoever's doing the Dally M. Might be this man, Mick Ennis. Good morning to you. Morning, guys. How are you going? Yeah, good. Thanks, Mick. Good. That was some game. Is Candace right? Were the Broncos actually the better team? Yeah, oh, without a doubt, for uh, long periods of the game. I thought Trent Robinson nailed it, I thought, it in the post-game press conference where he, he was really impressed with what Brisbane brought to the occasion. Um, it had been a pretty ordinary fortnight for Brisbane, to be honest, after a, um, a decent start to the year. Uh, but their last two weeks against the Cowboys and Warriors had been really disappointing. And I was with you, Dan. I, I thought it could have been a bloodbath at Suncorp. Uh, I thought the Roosters could have really put the foot down. But Brisbane were were fantastic for 
um, particularly that first half they dominated and then uh, as Candace said just just the class the class of Joey Manu completely took the contest away from Brisbane and as good as Stags were the Roosters just had some individuals that um, were just on another level in that second half and Brisbane just couldn't couldn't hold them out Sam Walker had some great moments he, he was quite brave uh, to score that first try and then as we said Manu just all class in the end and, uh, Brisbane kept fighting though it was it was a cracking game Brisbane, if you if you know if people think they were truly the the better side for most of it, then the game comes down to key moments, doesn't it? Yeah. What were just just pick out a, a couple of the the absolute key moments that turned that match? Uh, oh, look, I thought Joey Manu uh, and Tedesco through the middle in that second half really tied Brisbane out. Brisbane had a lot of possession in the first half and the Roosters obviously didn't have a lot and so they had to defend long periods but when that swung in in, in the Roosters' favour um, Tedesco through the middle really troubled them with his footwork and then Manu, I think once Manu burrowed over from dummy half, it was almost like that, well that ignited them because it got him in front when realistically I think they know that they hadn't been the better side but all mm. of a sudden they found themselves in front and then from that moment on, um, yeah, Walker started to inject himself. Uh, Manu, that that try down the short side where he beat five Broncos defenders just broke their hearts. It just it just snapped them in half and got them out to that twenty four to sixteen lead, and it was just going to be too hard. Brisbane just don't have that amount of points in them at the moment to be able to chase sides down like the Roosters. Mick Jared Warrior Hargreaves, he's been placed on report. <laughs> uh, what do you make of that? Oh, look. I... Candice, I've never really seen that, to be honest. I've seen many a times where a bloke's, um, you know, been tangled up or grabbed the marker around the legs and they've tripped over. Look, Ryan James had a moment in the first half with Nat Butcher who went on report where he clutched at his neck and then he was up and um, was able to, to play on comfortably. And then again, that one, Jared grabbed him around the leg and it was the fact that Ryan James went down clutching at his knee that made the, made the stoppage, um, which then gave the bunker time to look at the incident and when you slow it down, Jared's momentum's going forward. He's he's locked in Ryan James's ankle. So it looks probably worse than what it was and the fact that James was down on the ground clutching his knee. Again, he got up and he was able to play on. I think if, if James doesn't clutch at his knee, we don't have a stoppage. I don't think we even look at it. I don't think it's a penalty. Big, big picture question. We're getting a lot of close games. Seems a bit slower. Are you enjoying rugby league in 2022? Dan loving it. Oh, yeah, absolutely loving it. Like, you know, even Friday, um, Thursday night's game up in Newcastle, like pouring rain, the rivalry between those two, the history of those two clubs. And for the majority of that game, I know the scoreline blew out 30-6, to six, but, it, you know, with 10 minutes to go, it was it was still 10-6. And there was a moment where um, young Randall from Newcastle had a chance to, to put the Knights in front. They just folded at the back end of the game and, and manly run over the top of them. But I'm loving the footy. I, I must say I was a little apprehensive and nervous. Mm. I, I didn't enjoy Magic Round last year um, and, and what unfolded there. And the talk this week that there was potential another crackdown on the horizon, I was you know, a little edgy, to be honest, coming into this weekend. But this weekend's been as good a weekend as mm. ever in terms of... Like last night, I said on telly, like from, from 5 o'clock... That when the coverage started till 10.30 at night, you're on the edge of your seat the whole game. The Warriors-Cowboys was a belter. 
um, and, and the one in Suncorp was was unreal. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got to let you go. Mick. What are you doing Saturday morning? Footy, kids footy? Uh, taking my daughter to soccer. Unfortunately, these days, Dan, any time they turn the sprinklers off, we cancel rugby league. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the soccer can push on, so I'm taking my eight-year-old daughter to soccer. Hey, God, wasn't this your bugbear, Richard, years ago when uh, before mate, we got the bullet from this show? That they, 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 as soon as you had a drop of rain, councils would go, nah, that's it. Sport is off. Now, I have no opinion on that now. My other business actually services all those councils <laughs> now and turns all those sprinklers off. Unbelievable. Mate, what so a So I have no opinion money. on that. I can't believe you've said that, Dad. No, all right. Good on you. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, guys. Mick, have a great day. Mick Thank Ennis you. joining us on the Dead Set Legends. Hey, if you want to have your say, uh, there's a nasty incident with the microphone at uh, the Warriors game. Ouch. Yeah, we might talk about that after this. But if you want to have your say, one triple three five three. If you want to talk anything, Luke, specifically last night's game, uh, Warrior Hargreaves was he unfairly targeted by the ref? Anyway, one triple three five three. Dead set legends. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman, and Candice Warner. Triple M, Dead Set Legends on a, another dreary Saturday morning. Our, we, our streak continues, Candace and Richard. Of uh, We have not had a sunny day. It's April now. Two We've months. Been here since February. We haven't had a sunny Saturday. <laughs> My staff at the racetrack, they go home soaking wet every morning. Do you may, I don't know how they keep coming to work, bless them, that they do, because they love Actually, the horses. Last Saturday at the races wasn't too bad. The weather was pretty good. Yeah, in the stand it was. Outside, Candy. Did you go outside? No, not, uh, not really. No. <laughs> it's amazing. You now. didn't, did you? You look no. lovely, though. I did see you there. Oh, thank you. Isn't it amazing, though? Like, we get two days of sun and we just have to. You, you, we now appreciate it so much. Yes. Go out for walks and make sure we just. We can't take this bloody sun for granted anymore. I love to just go out in the sun and lie on the grass stretched naked. out in the sun. That's just my thing. I love that. Naked. Mm. Not naked. I, I live in a, in an apartment complex. You think children want to see that? What about the guy that gave you heaps for your dog? Does he want to see that? I would. I, I half a chance to show him that. You know, just just to just to upset him. Now let me change subjects. Uh, nasty incident um, in the first game last night. So Cowboys Warriors Warriors won twenty five twenty four. Captured on microphone was a homophobic slur against or towards a Cowboys player. Are we allowed to say what slur no, and which player? No, no, we no, can't say any of that. No, it's, an F, it's the F word, right, but not the four-letter F word, but it's nasty, right? Right. Uh, but here's where it gets interesting, I think. I mean, it's a, a no-no, obviously. But then I'm reading this story. Warriors Chief Executive Cameron George says the club will cooperate with the NRL, but he he went on to say you can't pin it on any of our players. How can you prove it's one of us? Well, you know, you go to a court. It could be one of the, the his teammates, or it could be a touch judge. How, how do you know who it was? Well, the touch judge is going to say, <laughs> get up, Kyle, you F. <laughs> I mean, Look, this is... In a court of law, it's a possibility. If they're going to say that, if you're not going to pin it on one, you pin it on all of them. No, you can't pin it on. That's, that, what are you, Putin? You, you no, can't do well, that. Well, yeah, but you can't go and make comments like that. Well, of course you can't make comments like that. The worst part about it is that the, the player in on the, on the ground who was told to get up, you 
whatever that mm. homophobic slur was, yes. will now have to deny or confirm that he's, in fact, gay or not gay. That's what'll happen. They'll now go and say, well, it's a lot worse if he's actually gay. Is he gay? Mm. That's what'll happen. But you can't make comments like that, and I think the club needs to um, take a stance and, and, and say, no, we, we don't tolerate this comments like this. So he goes on to say, it, it says the politically correct stuff, the Warriors boss, we don't condone any comment in this matter, blah, blah, blah. But on the footage provided, it's inconclusive, and I struggle to see how it could be attributed to any of our players. What, the referee's calling him that, is he? Is this a Joe the Cameraman situation? Well, you know, you go to a court, and he says, have you got have you got a witness to say that this Richard, one of these guys said it? No, out you go. It's disturbing that the fallback position is, you can't blame us, so don't, you know, you can't have, you don't have 100% evidence, so it's not us. Well, you don't have 100% evidence. Well, I know evidence. they don't have 100% evidence. Well, then who are you going to blame with not 100% evidence? I'm saying for uh, the boss of a club to take the stance, yeah, one of our blokes might have said it, but you can't prove one of our blokes no, said that, it, that's so not... we're going to do nothing about it. No, you're right. They should have window-dressed that better and just <laughs> said, we, 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 we abhor this sort of behaviour, we'll be doing a full investigation, and then forget uh, it. Uh, yes, there are, yes. As you did at the AJC, you as, sweep it under the carpet. As, as every CEO of a football club out there would know. I also think it's disgraceful that this player or whoever it was is saying comments like this to degrade the person. In I mean, yes, this it's kind abhorrent. of is it's it's accepted now. Let's move on. Of course, mm. we all agree with that. Should never have been said. Disgraceful thing to say. All right, so they're pretty good. The microphones now with with sort of working out who it is, but I, I think. This one's going to be a bit of a mystery. Anyway, um, more to come from that story because the NRL is investigating. But we're going to go to Augusta. What a couple of days it has been. Cam Smith, bit of a rough day today, but he's still there. Triple M uh, rocking the dead set legends. Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M Dead Set Legends on a Saturday morning. Candace Warner, and uh, I, I bet it's nice and sunny too on the Gold Coast. Richard Friedman here in Sydney. It's no, it's actually raining. It's oh, raining and oh, miserable, but we have good. had some beautiful weather. So, but I yeah. don't want to rub it in. Okay, okay. Right. well, don't be like that, Richard. Oh, good. why should we have to cop it all the time when other parts of the country are in sunshine? All right, it's not fair. Let's do this. At least it's sunny in Melbourne. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. Uh, now, Gowie from uh, Fox Sports going to join us in a minute, um, but let's talk Masters. Uh, there are three things here. Scotty Scheffler might have this tournament shot to bits. He's eight under. He's five clear. It's the biggest lead ever in the history of the Masters after two rounds. Yeah. Which I find staggering. Yeah, he well, Scott Scheffler, number one golfer in the world. A lot mm. of people would say who, but he is. But um, you know, he's he's a, he's robotic, and but he's so consistent. He could run away with it. Cam Smith is um, six back. It could have been, it could have been curtains for him today because he he wasn't putting well. He'd had a bad day, yet he hung in there. Two over seventy four, so he's in the tie for six. But yeah, he's these, not out of it, the mullet. No, certainly not. The story though, Tiger. It's it's hard to fathom, Candace. This bloke mm. is broken, and yet he's made the cut pretty comfortably. Actually, tied for nineteenth. He had a bad day like Cam Smith, but he's one over. So I, I in the top him. twenty. I watched him this morning because out in the box, you know, we've got a television set out in the training box. We're out there from four o'clock in the morning. Yes. So we're watching. We got the golf on. Poor old Tiger. He's like an old man 
out of, he's walking like an old man. He can hardly, he couldn't even crouch down to line up a putt That's at right. one stage. His caddy now has to do more for him reading putts than ever before. It's just, it's tragic, but he's, he's still there. But it's remarkable that he's come back 14 months ago, horrific car accident, almost took his life, um, that car accident. His legs were almost off, and now he's, you know, round one shoots a, a one under. So, um, He's you know, a champion. Oh, he's a phenomenon. And, and, and did you see the images of um, just the, the fan turnout for <laughs> the practice round? I mean, that, that 18th hole where it's just... Um, he was just about to tee off, and it's just thousands of people watching him in a practice round. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Masters also notable for who's not there. Phil Mickelson not there. Mm. But there's one other golfer who, Dan and Candice, is currently not wearing his green jacket, <laughs> a former champion. He's wearing the orange jumpsuit. <laughs> Angel Cabrera. What did he do, Angel? Angel Cabrera is currently, and not funny for him, locked up in an Argentinian jail because he, you know, I, I believe he, he may or may not have made some threats uh, to a certain former partner of his oh. or something. You know? oh, so yeah, yeah. so that, that I think is... You no, know, that's, you can't, you can't. no, you can't do that. But, you know, he was a great story, Angel Cabrera, because he was a street kid who became a caddy who became a multiple major champion mm. and never bothered to learn to speak English, smoked big cigars oh. out on the course, liked to gamble, he was a it was a story, but his story sadly has a no, he's in the bit clink. of a bitter end. Uh, Roosters over Broncos twenty four twenty. The Warriors outlasted North Queensland twenty five twenty four. Great game of AFL last night. Geelong beat the Brisbane Lions eighty to seventy. Swans home today to North Melbourne. First bounce of the cricket ground at two forty. No Wicks, no Tom Hickey. Could be tough. Okay, Chaz Mostert won. Hang on, it's North Melbourne, aren't they? Not very good. And, you know, it's like the the NRL. Even the bottom team can okay. can win, you know? Uh, Chaz Mostert won yesterday's supercars race at Albert Park. We're going to speak to Rusty about that in the second hour. But the story, Shane Van Gisberg, and he went from 25th to 3rd in a race that went for 20 laps. Mm. Unbelievable. A um, little bit of encouragement, Candice, for Daniel Ricciardo. 10th in practice, considering the year... That's pretty good. But you noticed the story during the week. He's got he's got some personal coach. Yeah, so he's um it's the thing that I was most surprised was, was how much these F one drivers, how much they train. I know back in the day, um, you know, uh, just the, how much they train. So how much they work on their neck, how much they work on their fitness. Um, you know, Ricardo runs three or four times a week, but it's just the work that they put in outside of the vehicle that is most surprising. These are elite athletes. Wimbledon looks like they're going to stick to their guns and ban Daniil Medvedev and all the other Russians from this year's event unless they announce Putin. We, we touched on this a few weeks ago, but it's becoming oh. real. Well, Medvedev getting banned for being Russian is one thing. He, he probably should be banned for his behaviour, but <laughs> never mind. You can't ban him for being a twat. No, but you can ban him for being Russian, apparently. Are we wrong? This is crazy. What's he supposed to do? Get his family killed? Well, they're just trying to punish anyone who's Russian. They're raising the pressure on Russia. Well, we- yeah, considering he's number one in the world, it's a massive call. Yeah. Well, it just seems incredible from Wimbledon to think that they're so powerful that, you know, a stance that they take could have an effect on world politics. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how banning the number one of the, well, you know, the top three players in the world what sort of effect that might have no, at, maybe. in Russia. Let's hope.
Uh, Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legends heading off to Augusta shortly. Um, I believe we're going to talk some tennis in the second hour as well. Greg Rust, lots to get through, and Richard's tip on the way. Triple M, Dead Set Legends. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough, do you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. With Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Uh, Saturday Scrum coming up. Adam Reynolds is going to co-host with the team from Brisbane. So that's uh, on the way. Richard Friedman, Candice Warner, Dan Ganane on a Saturday morning. You can call us anytime, one triple three five three. We touched on the Masters. We're about to cross to Augusta. Uh, here is Tiger after making the cut. Have a listen. You said prior to coming to the week that walking the golf courses also would be a huge challenge for you. Back-to-back 18 holes around this layout. Physically, how are you feeling right now compared to maybe what you thought you would feel? Well, <laughs> I don't feel as good as I'd like to feel, right, okay. um, but that's okay. You know? uh, I've, as I said, I got, I got a chance going in the weekend. Um, hopefully, I'll have one of those you know, light bulb moments and um, you know turn it on the weekend and you know get it done. You know, I've you've seen guys do it with with a chance going in the back nine. If you're within you know five or six going to the back nine, anything can happen. Well, he's nine off the pace, uh, but you never know. You never know. Paul Gow in Augusta, Georgia. Good morning to you. Yeah, morning. I think Tiger's just doing a good job staying out there. Do you think he he thinks he's talking about winning? You can't see that happening, can you, Gowie? No, you know, I, I, he, he can't win. I, I watched him a fair bit today, and he's limping. He's in all sorts. Uh, you know, after day one, um, he he could hardly walk, and he, they've got to do so much preparation. He foots in ice and all that sort of stuff, and he was talking in his press conference today that how much work they'll have to do overnight just to get him ready for tomorrow. And uh, the fact is, two weeks ago, he actually wasn't going to play this golf tournament. Mm. Um, he was he was not going to play at all. The guys from Nike didn't have shoes ready for him. Um, he had to wear a pair of foot joy shoes because they, you know, they were better on his feet. And then all of a sudden, he said, yeah, no, I'm going to go play. And he, he'd come up here and had a practice round or up to Augusta had a practice round. And I actually can't believe it because it, the, the, the damage that he's done with his ankle, the, this golf course is so undulating. It's got a lot of elevation change, and he's got to put a lot of pressure on your on your lower half, and somehow he's getting around. He's just a tough bugger. He really is. You say that he's probably off the pace a little bit and he's doing it tough, but it's been absolute tiger mania at Augusta. <laughs> it has, Kenneth. It's amazing. On on Monday, we got here, it was like midday, and it was pretty quiet. And then all of a sudden, there's a few people started to gather around the first tee, and everyone had got the uh, the word that he was going to be playing nine holes in the afternoon. And within 20 minutes, the place was packed. I've never seen so many people on a practice round. And uh, Minwoo Lee was saying that that's the most amount of people he's ever played in front of, and he was two groups ahead in the practice round. <laughs> so it was ridiculous. Ridiculous, absolute ridiculous. Um, it just the uh, you know the hype that come over the place. Um, you can't believe just one person can do this to the game of golf. He's made it interesting. These are the best players in the world, and he's he's like a vacuum. He just sucks the life out that no one else gets any attention. But Gary, by the way, doing a great job for Fox. He'll do the, those interviews that you see in between uh, the uh, the host broadcasters' coverage on on Channel Five Hundred Three. His interviews with the Aussies. One of them, I don't know what to make of this, Gowie. Cam Smith, it's hard to have four great days at Augusta. He had a bad day today. 
So he's still there. He's six off the lead. Are you looking at this glass half full or glass half empty? Uh, it's full, and it's it's absolutely going over the edges. He um, Everything went wrong for him today, and he still is hanging. He's only six off the lead. Yesterday, that good round, he actually double bogeyed the first and the last and still shot four under. And then today, he hit so many quality shots, and he didn't roll the putts in. And, and you know, the way he won the Players' Championships, he had 101 putts over 72 holes, which is, well, it was a record. Um, he held nothing today. The putts on... 16, 17 um, were not long putts either, and he just sort of ran the edges. So um, I'm expecting him. He's full of confidence. He's hitting some golf shots um, that is next level sort of stuff. So uh, I'm expecting him. He's five, six at the moment. Uh, he'll have a good day out tomorrow because the golf course is going to be ridiculously hard tomorrow. Scott Scheffler's in front, number one player in the world at the moment, but he's he's almost robotic, isn't he? I mean, he's he's not a flamboyant player. He's just a machine. Yeah, he's a machine. And you know what? He's a good person. He's just one of those guys that just gets the most out of his game. It's not the prettiest action. He just toughs it around, and that that's what this golf course requires. And tomorrow... Um, you know, it's supposed to be colder and windier and the greens will be rock hard and it's right up his alley. So um, he'll be tough to run down, but he's got the, you know, this is a major, you know, this is the Masters. So all the pressure's on him. All right, he is five up, but you're right, there's still two rounds to go. Gowie, we're all very jealous, mate, but you're doing a great job there for Fox, mate. Thank you for joining us. I know you're a busy man right now. Thanks, guys. There yeah. Thank Paul, you. Paul Gow. By the way, I was looking at... Um, the, the ticket markets because it's secondary mm. tickets a badge this year so to get you into all four days 6,700 American so with the fees and so forth 10, 10 grand, grand Amer- Australian 10 grand would Aussie. you pay 10 grand to go and watch golf for four days I, no, I wouldn't play 10 pay 10 grand to go and play golf for four days <laughs> Let alone I wouldn't yeah, watch. I wouldn't but I can guarantee you my husband and other golf fanatics would pay double that really too much money yeah, but it's Too also four much days money. away from the, the wife and kids as well. Uh, okay. All right. 10000 buy a racehorse with... <laughs> yeah, not a good one. Not a good <laughs> not one. Not 20 grand. Uh, Do you know what they averaged at the sale this week? You know what the, a yearling, unbroken yearling average price at that sale was? 100? 400000 Too much money. Uh, but, but you can pay 10000 for a ticket to get in, but once you get in, the prices are very friendly. Um... A egg salad sandwich on the grounds, dollar fifty. Pimento cheese, dollar fifty. Uh, a <laughs> coffee, a dollar. A soft drink, a dollar. Why are you looking at this? Because what led you to this? Because it's the most, it's the strangest and most wonderful tournament in the world. I'll tell you, strange. Yo, get out. Triple M dead set legends. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's dead set legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman, and Candice Warner. Ah, Melissa Etheridge, Dead Set Legends here on Triple M. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman, and uh, Dan Ganane. Uh Don't forget him. Who? Dan Ganane. <laughs> I you know, almost I forgot your own name. I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little preoccupied. But Richard, Richard, it's time for your tip. Yeah. Well, guess what? The heavy 10 out at Randwick today. If anyone couldn't have guessed that, they'd have a heavy 11 if they had the rating. How did you go last week? I can't remember. You remember. mean in decent form. You yeah. had a $4 place well, get the other day. I just the wet day. trackers. And I'm going to do that again. 
there's a there's a race out there. It's it's the three year old sprint race, and there's two horses in it that are dominating the, the market. One of them is a horse called Mazu, who's won his last two, I think, and he just loves a wet track. Yes. And another horse out there is called In the Congo, and he's the second favourite, and I think he wins today. Uh, what race would this be? About six or seven or something. <laughs> okay, good. We get some specifics for. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, to... I'm I'm looking at racing all week, Dan. You know. Specifics, not my strong point. All right, we'll get a we'll get a name. There's and... only one in the Congo going around at Randwick. <laughs> find him in the field. I'm on the bloody sports bet app, going through every race here, trying to find in the Congo. Anyway, uh, we'll give you the number shortly. What are you laughing? How, how at many Candace? in the Congos do you think are going around at Randwick today? Triple M. This is the yeah, but the, why should I have to look nine bloody races to find it? Can you oh, just give a really a, a race That's number? Just too much trouble for you, is it? Nine races. I You're look supposed for one to be name. professional, Rich. Come on. This is See, your job. Now people won't forget that horse's name, and yeah, they will come. be looking at the whole field, the whole the whole card today. Triple M, Dead Set Legends. Ladies and gentlemen, the best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman. Join Iron Woman, Candice Warner. Welcome back. Yes, indeed. We're going down to Melbourne in this hour to speak to Greg Rust, ahead of the F1s and the supercars as well. Uh, Richard's list of grievances. What about the news, Candice and Rich? Uh, it was just touched on there. So, Alan Joyce, this is a great strategy. The Qantas boss blaming the customers <laughs> for the delays. Oh, they're out of practice. Yeah. Sorry, they, yeah. they, they, forgot, they forgot how to go through the scanner. I'll tell you what they didn't forget, how to queue up. Mm. Because that's what was happening. But can I tell you... You can't blame is, the customer, can and you, And this Candy? is why there's so many delays. I flew up the other day, and there's no one there to help you. If the machines are broken, or like there's there's no customer service anymore. Oh, so that's now, a customer's how fault. How dare you blame Alan Joyce and his company? I mean, this is clearly <laughs> people like Richard. Your fault, Candace. Yeah. You probably had six things you had to pull out of your pocket to, to go through it. the scanner. You know Three oh. kids screaming, bags everywhere. It's never I find fun. airline travel a rich trove of grievances. <laughs> um, and uh, oh, the other big news, big news if you missed it, Will Smith gets to keep his Oscar, yeah. but he's banned from the awards for 10 years. <laughs> he got a 10-year suspension. <laughs> That's a gift. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? There was once a, a, a racehorse trainer who... Who is a bitter old racehorse trainer, but transgressed the rules and they warned him off. And when they gave him the penalty, he said, Well, thank God, I thought you were going to warn me on. That'd be worse. <laughs> <laughs> Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legends. Game, set, and match. And other cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Yeah, Dead Set Legends. My first concert ever, Candace and Richard, was James Ryan, St. George Leagues Club. Really? Yeah. Wow. And you said, what did you say what you said? I know, I know. James and I are friends, have been for a long time. There you go. Yeah. No, I wasn't going to say that on air. You made me way, you know, name by drop. By the there. way, I mean, Candice, Rich and I have a bone to pick with you. <laughs> Every Saturday morning, we dress up, right? We dress up properly because we think at 12.05, we're going to walk down and here's the paparazzi going to snap yeah. us. <laughs> because anywhere you go, there's bloody paparazzi. <laughs> yeah. I, mate. Do they not know where World Square is? Yeah, I, t I saw them. They had pictures of you taking out the garbage the other day. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let me see what I can do because Thank you. you're definitely worthy of the Daily Mail, you two.
Right. Uh, yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly. I, right. I don't want pictures of me. By the way, um, we I forgot to do this. We have a ticket or tickets to give away to the Sydney Kings. They're back. They're on a massive winning streak, aren't they? They're back home against the Adelaide Thirty Sixes next Sunday, Arvo, at uh, Kudos Bank Arena. Family tickets are just forty five bucks, but. We are giving four tickets away now. Now, I don't want any uh, Johnny-come-latelys here. Here's the question. Can you name one? Can you name one current Sydney Kings player? If you can... (laughs) No, I don't want want some prize pig just ringing up and hoarding four tickets. I want a proper Kings fan. So that's the question. Name one Kings fan. Uh, One, triple, three, five, three. Um, What did you see Ash Barty do, Candice, this week? Yeah, well, it was, um, I think it was last Saturday, she won a tournament. She won, um, let me see which... A $30 actually, event at her it, local course. Yeah, but, I mean, that's obviously, that's showing us that, that this is where she wants to head. She wants to uh, probably focus on her golf. So it was at the Brookwater Golf and Country Club. She won it. She's so, been a member there for quite a while. Sorry, she won 30 bucks. Yeah. She, she won the tournament. To add to the $30. 30 million that she won the year oh, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I bet she pr- takes more pride in that than winning some, you know, tournament really? in Doha. Really? By the way, there's a million, that race I tipped the horse in, in the Congos race, there was 11 starters in that. They scratched seven of them. And now there's only four. It's a million dollar race. The winner gets five hundred eighty thousand. The 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 last place horse gets forty four thousand. Two dollars forty. It four is. runners in a million dollar race. Who would have thought you, it? You're tipping horses in four four runners. I didn't know they'd scratch seven of them. Triple M dead said legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Uh, Masters, uh, Scotty Scheffler is blowing the tournament apart. He's five clear. It's the biggest lead in the history of the. Can you believe this? The biggest lead after 36 holes in Masters history. I was very surprised to hear that. He's five up. People will be out there thinking, who's Scotty Scheffler? He's the number one golfer in the world at the moment. And he is proving why. He can really play. Uh, disappointing day for Cam Smith, uh, but he is still in the mix. Well, it was about the same day as it was yesterday. He 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 was erratic yesterday, but he shot a lot of birdies. He just didn't shoot the birdies today. Yeah, um, thank goodness he birdied two of the last four, so he's mm. a two under. He's only six, uh, only six back. He's got work to do, but he's still there. Tiger made the cut. In fact, he's in the top twenty. I can't believe it because he looks like an old man. He looks like he's hurting on every every yeah. stroke, and and he's still hanging in there better than most. Um, rugby league, Canberra and Melbourne start today off. That's in Wagga at three five thirty. Oh, your bunnies! That's a tough one against the Dragons at the Olympic Stadium. Both only yeah. on one win, Candice. They need to win. Yeah, both teams will be desperate for a win. I know South are the dollar twenty seven favourite, but. I think this is going to be a lot tougher than um, the betting is saying. I think St George, they haven't they haven't had too many wins. Like you said, they've had one win, but I think today they're going to be firing. So South need to be on their game today to to come up with another two points. I get the feeling, Rich Candice is. How do I put this? When South are playing, you don't want to be near. Nah. Her. You don't want to be near it. If she, you're in the land room with Candice, like throwing things. Fan. Oh well, come well, on! Well, you know, it goes without saying. She's a Souths no. fan. 
unexpected. What's wrong with that? Well, you know. Well, you're a manly the, fan. The behaviour, you don't expect oh, a lot. You know yeah. what, Rich? Yeah, that's... Come on, Rich. <laughs> come on, okay? Let's just let's just put that By aside. Way, but I'm actually a very good viewer. I like to watch the game. I don't throw things. I'm not one of those people when South are winning that rub it in. I just like to watch good footy. I don't... Listen, that was a compliment that you really get into it, that you're, no, you're, you're, no, you're a I screamer. I... No. Listen, I'm not a screamer. <laughs> I think that was a back in. Oh, sorry. That, 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 sounded, that sounded different to what I meant at the sound. No, I meant you really no, get into yes, it. Yes. I'm thinking deeper You know what, Dan? Let's, Shut just, up, let's just move on. Right. Big game to finish. Good game to finish the night. Titans hosting the Eels. Nasty story coming out of last night's. Well, hang on. <laughs> Okay, South supplying the roosters. Should have seen the look on Candy's face. No, I stuffed up. I'll give you that. I, I got that wrong. But they're playing the roosters. It's you and your hubby, the roosters fan, Dave. Don't tell me there's not you're not giving it to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, mind out of the gutter. I'm saying it gets quite loud. Just, Listen, where take do we that go shovel away from I'm you, Dan? Oh, it's just getting worse and worse. Look, we sit on the lounge. We watch the footy. Oh, and what? then we go to bed. Oh, what? Well, you read a book and you go to bed? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't, actually don't know where to go with this because no matter what I'm I say. saying is you're a loud fan. That's I'm a, a good thing. I'm a passionate fan. Thank I'm you. a very passionate fan. I was trying fan. to give her a compliment, Rich. Yeah, well, you've got a very interesting way of I'm sorry. I shouldn't people. have said screamer. I should have said, <laughs> I don't know what I should have said. Anyway, uh, four o'clock is when qualifying in Melbourne takes place, the F1. War- Waratahs have the weekend off. Well, what are you going to do, Richard? Uh, Melbourne Rebels <laughs> pip the Western Force 22-21 in last night's game. Oh, good luck to our man Alex Volkanovsky takes on the Korean Zombie at UFC That's 273. That's his name? Well, this, zombie? No, no, no. We've... we've I think we've decided he's... The, you can't uh, say his name, Officials have decided... Well, that, that's his name zombie. almost officially. The Korean zombie. The Korean zombie. So, um... Does he wear a mask? Oh, man. <laughs> what? You know, they always wear a mask when they've got the, the fake name, don't they? Oh, jeez, I thought you meant Koreans. <laughs> I thought, honestly... <laughs> I thought, geez, if, What? No, you... What? But you're saying oh, zombie, no. mate. come on. Uh, our man, by the Jeez, way, is one of staggering 20 straight bouts. That's unbelievable in MMA. Did the Swans get on there? They're playing North Melbourne today. Well, I mentioned that an hour well, ago. Well, yeah, yes. but they've lost Tom Hickey. Very important loss for them, the Ruckman. And the, the Laddams will come in. He's, he's capable. But they've also lost Wicks, too. So it could be a danger match. Rich has done some research. He loves his AFL. I like yeah. I love it. Only the Swans. I hate all the others. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's a sports update. Uh, I'm going into the corner and facing the wall. You Triple M, this is the Dead Set Legends. It's Greg Rust is going to join us next to talk all things motorsport for Bendix Breaks. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Dead Set Legends, don't forget Saturday Scrum coming up shortly. Adam Reynolds from... Uh, Old Habits Die Hard, I was about to say South Sydney. Uh, uh, he, he is going to co-host with the team uh, from our Brisbane studios. Now, let's talk to our man Greg Rust. This is the weekend to talk to Greg Rust for uh, uh, Bendix Breaks as we talk motorsport. It's all happening. Um, and, and Rusty, of course, from Rusty's Garage, the podcast, which you can get for free on the listener app. A busy man, Rusty. Glamour on the grid. Record crowds after... Uh, years in, in, in neutral because of the pandemic. The, the Australian Grand Prix is finally back. 
for the record, glamour on the grid, those words and Greg Rush should never be used in the same sentence. Yeah, they're talking about 112,000 fans here on Friday, which is huge. I've never experienced anything like it. Biggest we can recall is in the high 80s, I think about 88,000. So it's a significant jump. Sell out today, sell out tomorrow. Um, I just can't underscore what a great feeling it is just to have... Uh, live motorsport at this level uh, back. I was there when the press conference broke uh, in 2020. It was huge with helicopters flying overhead and and that was the moment for me of reality that something pretty serious in the world was going on. So nice to think that's now uh, looking more and more like a distant speck in the rearview mirror. Fast in F1 practice on Friday. That have to be the favourites heading into qualifying today. Yeah, they probably are. Um, Charles Leclerc says they still have a bit of work to do, but the lap he did yesterday is the fastest we have ever seen around Albert Park. And his teammate Carlos Sainz was fastest in session one, so they look good straight out of the box. There's been a lot of changes that have been made to the track. Mark Scaife and a, and a team of about 300 have done something like 45,000 hours worth of work around the, the track. So it, it still retains the essence of what we know and love about Albert Park, but man, it is fast in a lot of places. Now, uh, you'll also probably be asking about Daniel Ricciardo and McLaren. Both uh, Dan and his teammate Lando Norris were in the top 10 on Friday. It's not a huge improvement, but you just sense there's a little bit of sugar there that they've had um, maybe some sort of improvement in that car. So hopefully a step in the right direction for the rest of the weekend. Ah, F1. I'm not into F1. I go with the supercars. (laughs) They're there. It's a big part of the support act, you know. And it's a championship round as well. And Chaz Mostert... I don't like that supercars' support do anything, but anyway, uh, continue... No, I, no, I just don't like that. It stands up on its own, this sport, and they're bracing Friday at 2 o'clock. Anyway, sorry, Richard. <laughs> I still like it. Chaz Mostert, he took out the first race anyway. Um, but there was another driver of the oh, day. Was there what? Good drive by Chazzy. So it's his second win of the season off the back of that Bathurst victory last December. But the, the drive of the day, the man of the match, or whatever you want to call it, I guess... Uh, arguably goes to Shane Van Gisbergen, who started outside the top 20 and came through to finish on the podium. And he's talked about it being one of the most fun drives or fun days he's had um, in the office for for quite some time. Now, there were some tyre issues that others had to contend with, and that'll be a real talking point with two races today and another one tomorrow, but a a mighty drive from him from uh, the back of the pack, effectively. He made up 22 spots in 20 laps. I know. Phenomenal. He's a freak. When Uh, when he gets on song, there's no better... There's no faster driver in supercars. uh, Well, he's got... He's fearless. Yeah. He's fearless. Anyway, good on you, Rusty. We'll catch you next week. Uh, Bendix Brakes, put your foot down with confidence. They bring us Rusty each and every week. Triple M, this is the Nets Head Legends. Oh, the grievance. The grievance is coming up next. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Okay, we're just about done. Uh, Richard, very excited, Candace, about... Uh, this grievance. By the way, we might lose Candace for a couple of weeks, Rich. She's just oh, laid, really? laid the groundwork. She's oh, off to India. Hamilton Island? Just or made, no, off to Hayman. India. Off to India. Uh, you know, it's, wor- it's a work trip. But, what do you um, mean it's a work well, trip? Well, the husband's I will work be trip. Work- He's, yeah, a husband work trip. It is a work trip for me because I have to look after the three kids while he's playing and training in a hotel. So it is work. In fairness, it'll be a okay. five-star hotel, Candace. I, I don't, I don't yeah, think we're going to be... You don't think there, w- there won't be any... Help, in inverted commas, you know. How many people <laughs> no. on the staff, Candy? No, there's, there is no staff, and we are in a 
bubble. So, it, mm. listen, it's not as glamorous as okay. it sounds. Thank you very much. But anyway, it is a work trip. Okay. But she, be she just oh. made it clear, Richard. Oh, I don't think the Wi-Fi is very good over there. You might have <laughs> to replace me. They've got the best Wi-Fi me. in the world. They've got data's faster no. than ours over there. Yeah, all right. Anyway. anyway, so we might have a, a, a special co-host as... Uh, there you go. Who had 11.50-something in the suite for Richard's phone going off? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, well, don't answer the phone. Do no, your I'm grievance. Not, I'm trying to turn it off so it would never do it again. <sighs> now, the grievance. Who are those people who stand behind politicians nodding, and why are they there? <laughs> what the hell is that about? The, the politicians, you know, up there saying something... Usually, you know, stretching the truth or exaggerating or just downright lying. And these people stand behind them nodding. And there's a, there's a parade of them behind them. Why are they there? <laughs> what purpose do they serve other than to amuse me because they look so incredibly stupid? Get used I- to it. Because we've got six weeks of it about to come, Candace. <laughs> what we've got yeah. to give them a name. Come up with a name for them. The Nodders. The Nodders. N- Noddies. 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 Are they a n- Noddies? A nice sort of derogatory name. Let's let's. But stick Rich, with I that. reckon you're that type of person. I reckon you're the Noddy. No, no, I'm no Polly Noddy. Someone and just gives a nod. No, no, I don't agree guy. with. Hang I never nod. I don't agree on. with anything. Richard, 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 was there ever an announcement when you were at the AJC which required you? To stand behind a politician as AJC, what were you, um, uh, CEO or uh, general manager, whatever it was, did you ever have to stand behind a politician <laughs> and nod politely? No, they don't tend to stand people behind them who other people might target. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. That was fun. Uh, Saturday Scrum coming up right after this. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, Hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner.